I really want you to listen to this advice because like, it's all very connected. Okay. You even think about what sex does. It gives birth to new life. Okay. But it can also give birth to, you know, new soul connections, new ideas, new projects. When people use their sexual energy to create something new, it's known as sexual transmutation or orgasmic transmutation, okay? This is just the process of converting your sexual energy into energy of another nature, something that's life-affirming, something that's helping us create, expand, transcend. But we live in this culture, we've talked about it here, that has this super confusing, dichotomous, weird, like contradictory relationship to sex. Like in some ways it's everywhere, used to sell everything, but we're also told we're not allowed to have it and enjoy this for ourselves. And most people, I don't know if they understand the connection that their sexual energy is, is a big key to their creativity or just their vitality in general. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my cosmic baddies, and welcome back for another weird and wild day of being a human. <laughs> no, welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Rx radio podcast. And yes, everything I just said about this weird and wild ride. It is Leo season. How are we feeling? How are our hearts feeling? Are we sharing our light? Are we rocking some main M-A-N-E character energy? I hope so. Today, this is one of our mini cosmic coaching episodes. So if you are new here, this is a solo app where I just break down a tool, a coaching tool that's in line with the Zodiac season so you can step into your highest, hottest self and live with more alignment, authenticity, and abundance. Doesn't that sound good? And in Leo season fashion, it's August. I want to go like play outside. So I'm going to try and keep this snazzy to the point. Short, sweet, but still complete. So before I get into my announcements, I just want to cover, uh, give us a little sneak peek. We're going to be talking about how to use and harness your sexual energy as creative energy, because Leo season is a time to honor our fire, honor our heart's truth, honor our inner child's playfulness, but also like the seductress, confident queen, king energy in us and channeling all of that to be seen and to create and to express yourself in that deep soul level. So we're going to be tapping into that. Announcements, just the usual announcements. Check out our online courses. They've been popping off. It's so fun to see so many of you just being like, yeah, I want to go deeper. I want to learn more about my birth chart. Uh, that's our Magic of You course. It's my unique hot take approach to astrology using very soul-based shamanic astrology to step into the fullness of yourself and, and understand yourself in what I hope is very practical, accessible language. We have a real self-love 21-day audio course that gives you so many of the tools really from psychology, spirituality, and embodiment techniques that really help you step into a place of like real self-love and, and tools to come back to over and over again. 
So, you know, we don't have official sponsors on this podcast yet. So I'm going to say this podcast brought to you by the Cosmic RX Courses. Go check it out. If you're looking to go deeper, if you love what you hear on this podcast, but you're ready for more, dive in. Thank you for all of your ratings and reviews. OMG, OMG, OMG. I can't believe it. There's like 250 ratings on there and we're at like over 60,000 downloads. We're just popping off and, you know, click in our show notes. If you have a question, I'm about to do a mailbag Cosmic RX hotline. If you have things you want to hear about, I've been talking to a lot of you. I think I'm going to do, you know, a full Zodiac season of this coaching using the Zodiac season. And then in that like year two of the podcast, I might use these time to talk a little bit more you know, about astrology, how to read your chart or some of the tools for if you want to be a spiritual entrepreneur and, you know, kind of branching out. I have a lot. I'm a Virgo. I have, I have a big ass bag of, of stuff that I want to share. Um, but go on there. If you have a question that you want me to answer or just feedback or things you want to hear more of, let your girl know I'm here for you. I'm your cosmic consultant. P.S. I'm Maddie Murphy. I didn't even introduce myself. If you're new here, I'm Maddie Murphy. We're best friends now. Welcome. So before we jump into talking about Leo season, sexual, creative energy, let's answer a mailbag question. Again, click the link in the show notes. It's a type form. You can pop it in there. You can leave your name, your initial. I love this question that we had here from Sarah from Indianapolis. They say, how can we use our chart to be a better parent, even to ourselves? Oh, I love this question so much. Also, she then says, you are the glitter of astrology. You make everything better, which I'm putting that like on my website, on a business card, on a t-shirt. You heard it here first. That makes me really happy. So I love this question because first of all, I love people who I see around me just trying to be a more conscious parent and looking to maybe break patterns. Uh, generational cycles, and just really allow themselves to be a really aware, educated, grounded, open-hearted parent. And astrology is such a great way to do that. So I also like that they kind of framed it as also, you know, how we can be a parent to ourselves, which is, is really big. So the first thing I would say is why I love this intention is right in it, I hear that of course, every child is different. We're all different. And I think that's a really important first step of knowing that when you have children, you're not here to make them, you know, just like you. You're not here to project your dreams on them or or your flaws on them or and learning the language they speak and, and what's important to them and what are their emotional needs and what lights them up and who they are and really seeing them and then being a soul guide where you're here to direct them and protect them and of course, like, you know, teach them about life and uh, teach them about boundaries and, and all of that, but not like limiting them and not dulling their shine and not diminishing the things that make them them, right? And learning how to like negotiate all of that. I think in general, that's a beautiful intention for really conscious, like soul-based parenting. And they say humans don't come with an instruction manual, but we know here that ain't the truth. We got this birth chart. The first thing, whether you're wanting to reparent yourself or really get in touch with your child, the first thing I would say is look at the moon sign. Our moon sign is so important because especially, you know, it's really affects us a lot our first seven years of life. Our moon sign is developing and our moon sign is a lot of like the core needs that we have during that time. And, 
you know, if we're reparenting ourselves, this might be needs that were not met or a part of ourselves that was not, we weren't allowed to be this part of ourselves. And if you have a child, this is the part that you're like, okay, for this first seven years of your life, this is going to be a lot about like your child's, you know, emotional self, their perception of the outside world. It, uh, the moon represents the mother surroundings environment you come from so it could also be like you know how you're connecting to your mother uh, and also to yourself and to your inner self you know it's like this seven years of sort of leaving the womb space and going out into the world we can really learn about child's like a children's emotional barometers uh, response to emotional stimuli uh, their creativity their intuition what they're naturally like drawn to what their core needs wants desires are through their moon sign And the moon is the subconscious nature too. So we might understand like, what are the things that come up that might be a limiting belief for them or or what might feel shadowy or, or what some things that might feel like fears they have, right? Like coming from that place. So looking at the sign of that and then the house of understanding the area of life that it may affect is, is really important. And again, like looking up self-care and really getting to know that moon sign, whether it's for yourself or your child, is how you really begin to step into a place of, of deep, like emotional resonance, emotional, knowing yourself so you can care for yourself emotionally. And then of course, for children, we're going to understand like their rising sign has a lot to do with their identity and what motivates them and what's going to be really important to them and what's going to help them sort of grow into the next chapter of themselves. And a lot having to do with like the I and the me and how they see themselves and how they want to be seen. And identity is so important for kids, right? For all of us. But again, like allowing them to have their own identity. So seeing, you know, what's in that ascendant, what's in that first house, any planets, and letting themselves like really explore that and own that and, and maybe, you know, do tasks that help them deepen into that hobbies, uh, practices. And, you know, if you have a, a Libra rising and you have Venus and Libra in the first house, then like, yeah, you're going to be really drawn to art and making things beautiful. So maybe asking them, you know, if they want to express themselves through the clothes that they wear or through making, you know, art, if they have like a Aries rising, Aries first house, maybe it's really important for them to have independence or to engage in like competitive sports or things where they can can push themselves. So yeah, just thinking about, okay, like understanding that. I think the moon and the ascendant is so important. And then of course, again, for yourself, if we're talking about reparenting yourself, like what is your identity? What is really important to you? And just letting yourself own that, the part of your identity, letting yourself be seen for that and letting yourself just know that's what is always going to be like a big driving force. Of course, then if you're going to do the moon and rising, you also should understand the sun sign. That's like the heart and center of it, your spirit, your physical self, your authentic self, how you're sharing your brilliance with the world. It's the connection to our sun, you know, our physical sun, our solar energy. It's how we go out in the world and do things. And the sun, you know, is is like the perception of your identity and your rising. And the sun sign usually contains for us our greatest strengths, also our potential biggest obstacles, opportunities for growth and shadow. The sun can also be connected to the relationship with the father. And the more we can, you know, understand our sun, the more we can hold our light and share our light with the world. And the more we can have like physical, like feel really good in ourselves physically. And our sun sign is going to be like, help us understand what physical things we need to, need to be doing on a daily basis. So I hope that helps really high level here. Again, any of these subjects, if you want to go deeper, let me know. We can create mini courses on Cosmic Rx school. We can, again, go like deeper into it in podcast episodes, but I love these questions. I love where your head's at. 
And I just want to say, like, I really am proud of and I appreciate any parents that are out there just trying to, again, live in this place of, like, not overly controlling or trying to force parts of themselves on their children, instead letting them become like their fullest version of themselves, even if they don't understand it. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about creativity and sexuality, shall we? Let's jump right in. So there is a direct connection to our sexuality and our creativity. Sexual energy is life force energy. You might have heard me talk about it on some of the other podcasts. We do an RX, three RXs per season. The first one is a mindset. You're getting the mind right. The second one is a spirituality one, getting the spirit light aligned. And the third one, I like to talk about embodiment and usually embodiment through pleasure and sensuality and sexuality, because I think that's where a lot of our pleasure is and a lot of our power is. So like Leo season really wants us to remember and tap into like, we have this fire in us, um, this like sacral chakra, sexual energy, life force energy. The more that we're in touch with our sexuality, the more that we're in touch with our most authentic self. And the more, if you're doing something that's in the creative field, I really want you to listen to this advice because like, it's all very connected. Okay. You even think about what sex does. uh, It gives birth to new life. Okay. But it can also give birth to, you know, new soul connections, new ideas, new projects. When people use their sexual energy to create something new, it's known as sexual transmutation or orgasmic transmutation. Okay. This is just the process of converting your sexual energy into energy of another nature, something that's life affirming, something that's helping us create, expand, transcend. But we live in this culture, we've talked about it here, that has this super confusing, dichotomous, weird, like contradictory relationship to sex. Like in some ways it's everywhere, used to sell everything, but we're also told we're not allowed to have it and enjoy this for ourselves. And most people, I don't know if they understand the connection that their sexual energy is, is a big key to their creativity or just their vitality in general. And that's because like, again, it's life force. Do you know that feeling? Like, I want you to close your eyes right now and think of a time when you had a brilliant idea, like a download inspiration, or you took a big leap of faith on yourself, or you acted in a way that was deeply honoring of your heart. You took that leap, right? You feel that. It's like your life force building. That's your mojo. That's your chi. That's your juices that are flowing. This is your libido. Even the word libido, uh, Sigmund Freud really, of course, libido means like instinctual energy associated with the sex drive, but also about desire. And later, like he really broadened this word's meaning uh, and began using it just to mean and articulate the mental energy behind purposeful human activity of any kind, meaning it's like our life instinct. It's the thing, the impulse that keeps us alive, that keeps us wanting to jump out of bed in the morning, that keeps us feeling just awakened, activated. So again, it's not just about sex, right? It's about feeling alive. So, okay, great. You're like, awesome, Maddie, get it. Check, 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 check. How do we begin to step into this place of using our sexuality as a creatrix? Well, first, we need to definitely go back and listen to my other RXs for other seasons. If you're in any sort of shame or purity culture around, you know, your body, pleasure, you want to like cut some cords with that, do some just healing awareness around that. Uh, There was this quote from Dieter Dumb that says, sexuality is a superpower. Everything, our attractions, our repulsions, our sexual signals, links, hopes, disappointments all go through of us. 
like in, in our nervous system, and we feel it in our society, and it permeates everything, every office, every shopping mall, every art exhibition, every conference, every group, every company, every political party. The healing of sexuality is perhaps the most revolutionary step in the present healing work after thousands of years of suppression and neglect. So when we tap into this, we're not just like doing it for ourselves. It's part of healing our collective, okay? So I want us to think about that. And then if you've done all that other work, I want you to start to study A, the sacral chakra. That's the first step, sacral chakra research. This is our second chakra. It's linked with the emotional body, sensuality, creativity. It's in the pelvis area. And you know, it's associated with the color orange. And I always think about it like it is fiery, but it's also about like flow and flexibility. It's really directed by how much pleasure we're allowing to have ourselves. I think about it as like this bowl of like liquid fire in our pelvic bowl. And when we move our hips and we feel open and we feel alive, it's flowing. And when it's in balance, we have the ability to experience pleasure. We have the ability to nurture ourselves and others. We have the ability to change and manifest and we have healthy boundaries and we have high emotional intelligence and we feel passionate. We feel turned on by life. Imbalance, you know, it could feel like we feel stuck. We are denying ourselves pleasure. Um, we feel like we're having poor social skills. We feel like we have a lack of desire or aliveness or passion. It's feeling really flat. If your manifestations have been feeling really slow or flat, you might want to look into the sacral chakra. Okay. In some ways you can work with that crystal, you know, orange crystals, uh, red crystals, tiger's eye, carnelian, orange calcite, amber. These are really great crystals to work with for the sacral chakra. Also oils. Lang Lang, Jasmine, Roman Chamomile, Frankincense. You can, you know, put them in a carrier oil and like physically rub them on your hips and pelvis. You can just like smell them throughout the day as a way to connect in in an embodied way to your sacral chakra. You can look up foods for the sacral chakra, mangoes, sweet potatoes, carrots, oranges, again, thinking orange, also pomegranate, coconut, seeds, uh, like nuts and fish rich in omega-3s. So that's the first step. Just connect in that you have this part of your body. Meditate on it. You can listen to solfeggio sounds and frequencies and binaural beats that are to open activate your sacral chakra. I also think just even like winding your hips opens that up, okay? Winding your hips opens that up. It's super, super powerful, right? And then after you're just in touch with your sacral chakra as a part of your body and researching that, then I want you to kind of go deeper into thinking about the way that opening up to more pleasure and to our eroticism. And we talked about juice in our inner child episode of like joyful union with your inner child's enthusiasm. I also think about juice. It's like that same area of our body that wants to play and be playful, very Leo, very sacral chakra, very heart chakra, also wants to be like erotic and flowing and open to life and magnetic. And so I also think about juice as jubilant understanding of your inner creatrix's eroticism, okay? And this type of juice is about harnessing your sexual power for up-leveled cosmic love, creativity, and abundance in your life. So the more we stimulate this, the more it opens up our vibration, the more it opens up our frequencies for new ideas, for new inspiration, but also just to live life with more enthusiasm, more presence, and and more ability to receive and be magnetic. So we're going through a lot in our society, but the great thing is that no matter how much they, quote unquote, try the powers that be, 
they can't fully control and suppress the erotic life force of humanity. They, they have tried. They have given it their best damn shot. But even through everything we've been through as a people, especially like people who are marginalized by society and really just under this crushing hand of systemic oppression, they still create, right? They still laugh. They still create art. That's why art is revolutionary. They still find passion. They still find pleasure. They're still making love and tapping into themselves. And that's why it's so freaking rebellious. It's so revolutionary because while we have that, we have so much power. And the more that we tap into that, the more power we have. And we're creating a whole new social structure and we're creating a whole new future. And I really want us to think about our heart space. I want us to think about our collective and our community. And I want to think about us all doing really conscious work to free our sexualities, our body and our sensualities from fear and shame from those who want to control us through that fear and shame. If we don't hold shame, it's amazing like how much the tanglements go away. Like there's so much in life where we're controlled through shame and it's, it's not this, it's not going to solve every problem, but it, it does open up. It opens up a lot of the blocks. So there's this Tamara Institute for Sexuality and they had this quote says, whenever someone greets their sexuality in freedom and trust and they rest and recognize the sacredness of their union, limits and boundaries dissolve. Sexuality, if lived free from fear and in mutual respect, keyword, is in itself a healing power as it connects us with the vital and spiritual powers of life. We experience this whenever we break down the walls of fear, disgust, and shame within us. Someone who has fully experienced erotic love can't be violent to another living being. Sensual love is the most reliable foundation against violence. And of course, you know, there's a lot of other things that we need to address, but it's true within each of us. That's why I spend a whole RX every season talking about like uprooting, decolonizing our mind from this, deprogramming our mind from all this shame. So sacral chakra, you're in it, you're aware of it, you're researching it. Step two, if you want to do a full-on ritual to tap into your juice this Leo season or whenever you're listening to this, and also if you're listening to this and it's not Leo season, know that these rituals you can do all year long and they're really going to help and amplify where you have Leo in your chart. So it's going to help your intuition if you're a Leo moon. It's going to help you take action if you have a Mars and Leo. If you're like me, I don't have any planets in Leo, which was so upsetting growing up because I always wanted to be a Leo. But my second house of how I make money is really associated with Leo. So you guess it. Once I started really taking this work seriously, my whole career changed. My whole way I made money changed. I used to struggle for every dollar I made, like literally breaking my back, like very physical labor. I always was like rush, rush, rushing around, doing a lot of like really intense physical on my feet. I just felt like work had to be a struggle. And not that there's anything wrong with really physical work, but it wasn't like joyful to me. And it was like, I can't keep this up. And it just felt like I was treading water or like treading mud, probably a better way of putting it. When I started to tap into this, it wasn't instant, but it's led me on a path now where I can feel infinitely creative. I'd never worry about like (laughs) new ideas and inspiration. I just don't. It's given me so much more confidence and clarity in my ideas. And because it was my second house, it's helped all of those ideas and my sexuality and my creativity bring me different levels of income or different you know, avenues of revenue or also helping increase my self-worth. So that's because Leo's my second house. So I just want you to think about this. These rituals 
helping really activate and amplify where you have Leo in your chart. So here we go. Talk about the sacral chakra. Here's a ritual. Ready? It's just four steps. Meditate, masturbate, manifest, create. That's it. Okay. So I want you to think about, you know, meditate, taking five minutes, five to 10 minutes, clear your mind, listen to the solfeggio sounds I brought up, do some breath work, you know, tune into your sacral chakra, take one of those crystals, hold it there, let your energy come into coherence, let yourself be attuned to yourself. And then I really don't love the word masturbate. I love self-pleasure, but what can I say? I'm a sucker for, you know, alliteration. So I want you to self-pleasure for at least 10 to 15 minutes. And this is optional to have an orgasm. This is not needed. That is like, I don't want you to think about your pleasure in terms of metrics or numbers or like an end. This is just a feel good feel. Get it again, get that sacral chakra, that liquid lava in your hips go and move it around, writhe, arch your back. Let yourself just feel really good. It's amazing what pleasure does for your body. It helps release stress and stress is the enemy of your intuition. Stress is the blocker of your creative life force. And then I want you to, in that, after you've been in that really heightened pleasure state for at least 10 to 15 minutes, I want you to visualize what is being called into you, being pulled towards you. Like you have a cosmic golden lasso coming from your sacral chakra, coming from between your legs and being pulled into you. And this could be like height of arousal if you want a climax or just letting yourself feel good. Pull it into you. Feel it. Like feel your magnetism so strong from this pleasure that this thing you desire has no choice but just to flow to you. And then when you're done, I want you to create, I want you to spend at least five or 10 minutes just creating from a place of joy, from a place of jubilant understanding of your inner creatrix's eroticism. That can be writing things that came up for you, ideas that can be painting, moving, dancing, singing, create, turn that life force energy, make it into art, express, express. This is a very, very powerful practice. Meditate, masturbate, manifest, create. This is the ritual you do when you want to tap into your juice, when you want to manifest, when you want to break through a creative block, when you just want to amplify your vibrational field. You do that before a first date or a job interview, watch out. Hello, goodbye. Okay. And of course, in other episodes, I talked about ways to heighten, to make, you know, sex more sacred and more energetic in the cancer season. So you can go back to that. You can add some of this breath work, moaning sounds, visualizing colors, all these things kind of can take this very multidimensional, you know, into that multidimensional state. But that's the beginning. And perk is like sexual self-care. Like I said, it's stress relief. It helps, you know, manage our anxiety. It releases endorphins. It helps us connect to and appreciate our own body. It gives us greater sexual self-esteem. It can help us with our immune systems and better sleep. And basically it just helps us be less of like, less of a dick to be around. We're just more enjoyable, right? So I want you to think and make time for that ritual, that juice ritual. I want you to tune into your sacral chakra and I want you to like keep playing around with it. See what feels good. Maybe you want to light candles. Maybe there's a playlist. Maybe you're like a new sex toy. Maybe you want to buy some new lingerie. And, you know, Leo season, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you that like part of that create part, maybe like taking photos of yourself, taking videos of yourself, like letting yourself be really seen and witnessed by yourself as this like erotic creatrix. Okay. So I, I just hope you have fun with this. I hope you have, again, it's all about being fun. Obviously like this is not serious work, 
So I want us to release and I want you to be a little silly. And this is the kind of work too that a, a great playlist really helps, right? So tap into that sacral chakra, tap into your juice ritual, just remembering sexual energy is your creative energy. And when you tap into it, you become more sovereign. You become more free. Okay. You just, it's just truth of life. You open up to your most abundant, aligned, highest and hottest self. And that's what we're here for. Okay. So I want you to have fun with this. Tag me, tag me. I want to know what you're up to. Are you doing the ritual? You can tag me in like a, a photo if you want. You could slide to my DMs with it, maybe like pre or post ritual. If you have more questions about the sacral chakra, or you want to go deeper in, let me know in our community, Carissa Harris, one of our amazing coaches does a whole chakra series. So yeah, if you're in our community, you could check that out. If you're not, we open up the enrollment uh, in September. So yeah, let me know. Let me know and let it flow. And remember, you are juicy AF. So find me on Instagram at I am Maddie Murphy is my personal at the Cosmic Rx. Let me know if this resonated with you. Let me know how you're feeling and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.